0: What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 205 of your favorite podcast, the Guardian Podcast. I'm your Justin Haley, and I have your favorite co-host, Brandon Long, back in the studio, and we're gonna talk about being lean enough to grow properly. This is gonna be an awesome podcast. We cannot wait to talk to you guys. As always, episode 205 brought to you by Revive supplements bought you by raw supplements my hey. Haley at, at checkout check out to, to support your, your boy. boy i can't wait to <laughs> chat with you guys this side i'll see you there the boys are back on the pod brandon Locktime.
1: how we doing everybody it's been a long time coming <laughs>
0: that was the case honestly i didn't even think about that, that previously good. it just came that off the time yeah that it might good. it might
1: be the McAllen. so you're canadian I am Canadian. Oi, mate. Hey, how's it going? Eh? Is that oi? Don't you know? Aussie, no. <laughs> Don't you not... know? Yes, that is. You know. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I... Huh? Oi, oi, oi. See, it, a lot. Of, there's a lot of misconception with Canadians. Okay. And I am not here to tell you any of them because I have never been to Canada. <laughs> but you are Canadian. But I am Canadian. My mom is born and raised. My grandparents yeah. born and raised. Yeah.
0: So... And and the last name Long is a very Canadian name.
1: Very. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. Canadian, hundred percent. Whenever I meet
0: someone named Long, I'm like, ah, good day, mate. Yeah, that's still not Canada. That's not. That's I'm doing Australia. Yeah,
1: that's Australian. What what I was saying, (laughs) it, it is people from Canada. They have slight accents. It's more yeah. French than anything. It is, yeah. Out there, people speak more French than oui. they do any. <laughs> Je m'appelle Justin. <laughs> exactly. Et la croissant. A la croissant. A la, la, la Paris. La patisserie. A Paris. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I know zero French. Mm-hmm. Um, I know zero Canadian. Mm-hmm. Which is <laughs> right there with it. I don't know the culture. I've never been. I just know that in my blood, it runs. So, yeah. That's why I'm you know, a gifted singer, like Justin yeah. Bieber. Yeah, I can rap like Drake. Yeah, you can. My physique looks like Chris Bumstead. It does. I would
0: actually say you're a combination of those three. All three, three. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah. instead of being the sixth god, I can just be, you know, the ten god. The ten god, the ten the ten god. yeah. God. yeah just take it all, than, all the way. Higher than six. Yeah, take it all the way. So on I'm cloud ten. nine, yeah.
0: you land on cloud ten. Yeah, I exactly. feel that. Okay. You know I mean? So we, we did learn that tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, on Brandon's Instagram, he put up a... What, what do you even call it? I've never used one of those, question.
1: It's a question. It's a little, it's a poll,
0: I think. Yeah, it's like a, a poll. A quiz. No, it's a quiz. A quiz. It's called a quiz, yeah. yeah.
1: And you put a few questions, and you get to put the right one. So what were the other options? It was you're Canadian, your middle name is
0: Joseph, or...
1: And the last one was, I'm allergic to coconut.
0: Ah, yeah. Yeah, so... And he I is, did. in fact, allergic to coconut. So, Brandon, there was like a span of like a couple of days where... Back when Raw dropped their intra nutrition, that Brandon was taking it, going to the gym, he just I like, wasn't feeling well, wasn't doing good, and you know, like I I kind of forgot, you know, about his coconut allergy, and then he casually brought it up one day, and it was like day three of him like not feeling that great, and I was like, oh shit, there's coconut water yeah. powder in the in the raw intra, yeah, and it's a small amount, but mm-hmm. it was fucking you up, it was enough, <laughs> and, and
1: believe it or not, there's a ton uh, of coconut in. A lot, a lot of, of products, things. a yeah. lot of products, you yeah. know, coconut water is, is a base for a lot of things. It, is. it really is. So, yeah. uh, I had to be a real mindful with my supplement choice yep. moving forward because pre workouts, dude, yep. I like pre workouts, yep. you know, a lot of the drinks that pre-workout drinks have them in yep. them. You know, the EAAs, the BCAs, stuff like that, Yeah, um, all contains it. Even, like, drinks, like, nowadays just have, like, coconut water in them. They middle. do. It just yeah. gives it a better taste, I guess. Better taste, and
0: it's – it's uh, coconut water is a quick way to hydrate. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fast hydration. Yeah. It's, it's, like, a plentiful of, of, of hydration. So yeah, exactly. Like, in an intra-workout, it'll, you know, keep you hydrated mm-hmm. and, like, maintain that. So, yep. yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting. If, if
1: you're allergic to coconut and you don't know why you're itchy as fuck after yeah. the gym – it's definitely, it. it's definitely it's definitely from it. your supplementation. Yep. So
0: what the fuck you been doing? Well, I know what you've been doing. You've been hanging out with me, yeah. hanging out with Shannon. Yeah, we've been doing Raven. our thing. Yeah, we've been going, <laughs> we've been going to shows. We've yeah. been focused
1: on. Uh, you know, enjoying our life. I'm yeah. in a position that I've never been in with my life. Yeah, proud of you for yeah, that. It's pretty cool, you. huh? It feels it good. It huh? does. It does. Yeah. It almost seems like a, like a dream. Almost, I know. You know. I know. Like to to think that I'd be in a position to where you know I create my own schedule. Mm-hmm. I do basically what I want mm-hmm. when I want. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still very motivated. Yeah. And still very disciplined. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, you're definitely more disciplined but, than you've ever been. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think
1: it's because I have the freedom to be dis- yep. more disciplined. Like I choose to be. Yeah. You know, there's not like a time frame anymore. It's where it's like, okay, I'm out of work. Yep. Now I get to have to be disciplined for. X amount of hours and they're like I have all day to basically fuck up if I wanted to Yep, exactly. and I choose not to you know I do have my time where I I enjoy myself oh absolutely but you know finding that balance I feel like has been you know a lot of fun over the last and it's way easier
0: to find when like you said you have 24 hours to play with exactly like it's all you just have uh, a very finite amount of time Um, which you know 24 hours is still a finite amount of time but it's like Um, you know, what you were used to and then, like, unlocking into this new world and, like, leveling up mentally to a place where, like, you know, you deserve this and you can handle this because, you know, there was a lot of responsibility that was kind of thrown on your plate. Yeah. There at once. And then, um, you know, things... You know, picked up with your responsibilities that you have, um, you know, on my side of things, responsibility you have with um, you know a team, yep. like the responsibilities you have as like a boyfriend, like mm-hmm. showing up for Shannon. You, yep. know, you guys have a super stable relationship, right. and like it's it's hard to like keep that. But then also it's like bodybuilding, yep. like all of these things. But then also like Brandon is run so much on like if there's no fun, then it's just that's the reward for Brandon. Yeah. And I remember there was a conversation that you and Megan had a while back where you, like, you know, expressed, like, I don't care much about money. No. And at the time, you had never had any money. And, like, now, you know, you're doing well. Your mm-hmm. finances are coming up. And you're like, oh, fuck, more money is more fun. Yep. And more looking better and my physique is, like, more fun. Mm-hmm. And these things I like, equate to more fun. You know, that's always been a good balance for me because, like, I dude, I, like, enjoy the fun, but, like, I'm also cool just, like, locking it down, like, just winning shows. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we have rather op- rather opposing ways that, like, our, our tank is filled. Yeah. But what's funny is, like, we're able to bring it together and, like, fill it. It's almost like and it, and
1: we kind and of, and like, and balance each other yeah. out a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. Hold each other accountable to enjoy yeah. life, but yeah. also hold each other accountable to you know take this serious. Done. Yeah, take yeah. this serious when like you have get to get after it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, finding the balance in that, I feel like over the last six, seven, eight, you know, a year, yeah. has been really fun. Yeah. So, you know, you know, we've had our ups and downs and stuff like that. Who doesn't? Yeah. But ultimately, where we've landed, yeah, dude. I, I mean, like I said, I couldn't have picked a better spot. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, I feel like. You know, our relationship, your relationship with yourself, mine yep. with myself and the pe- my peers around me, yep. your yep. environment. I mean, I feel like we're all just leveling up, yep. you know, together as a whole. And, you know, we're all feeding off of it, dude.
0: And it's dope to fucking see, too. It's like, like I, I posted on Instagram a while back or like last week, maybe I was like, there's something in the water down here in Austin right now. And yep. you know, it's funny. I was talking mm-hmm. to Keith about it at the gym today. Keith's the owner, of House of Games. I was talking to him about it today. And he's like, dude. You got you got something in the water, like that's like going down here. Like mm-hmm. not 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 me, like me and my people. Right. When so commonly when I'm having a conversation with someone, they say you. It's kind of like all of us. <laughs> it's yeah. like like uh-huh. there's there's a congregation of us. Yeah. But he's like you got you guys got the something squad. going here. Yeah. Yeah. But like our inner inner squad, for like sure. me and Brandon and Megan May- yeah, and Shannon, it's fucking the
1: people that like have you know a conversation, come up and say what's up. Yeah. You know they they talk to you, you know for a few minutes to each of us. Exactly. And. The difference in their mindset for the rest of the day, yeah. even like I've had yeah. people say like, "Hey, dude, I still think about what you yep, what you said to me at the gym last week," yeah. or people that noticed me at a rave or yep. a show that I saw at the gym or down the street, yeah, yep. like and they're like, "Dude, what you said has sat with me, and I still think about this to this day." Yep. And they're yep. like, "Dude, the shit that you guys are doing over there is like really don't it's, it's impactful. It's too. another level. Yeah, it I, is. I,
0: I gotta say, I, I gotta say, and it's not um, like." No cap, no one's doing it like the way we're doing it down here, yeah, and, and
1: it's really cool because they people appreciate it too. Oh, yeah, it's re- it could be you know looked at in a negative. Light it, it could be. is by some, but we don't really pay attention to that. Doesn't need to be paid. Exactly. There's, there's way too much positivity exactly. happening. Here. Exactly, we're too happy.
0: Mm-hmm. We got too much happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's fucking dope. Um, and it's dope, you know. Last time you were on the podcast to now, um, it's like dope to see that that you know glow up too. So Brandon's gonna be. I mean, you're gonna try and hop on all of them. I am trying hop yeah. on all of them. I, there's sometimes throughout the day, and that's kind of how we got off track. There's sometimes throughout the day. I just wanted to, I just wanted to press play and go. Yeah, but like with how my schedule's set up now, unfortunately, I don't really have that luxury. Um, so like now it's much more like structured, if you
1: will. Yeah, you do have more um, of a schedule now than way than ever. more.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, um, recently it's something I haven't talked about. I, uh, a few weeks ago, I um, found out that I have ADHD, and I'm, that I'm uh, like high functioning ADHD, whatever. So that was a really interesting time period in my life. I'm like still in it and like still adapting to it. Um, but like, so, so th- there's like things, and it's definitely, I think it's um, developed like in my adult life with my professional responsibilities um, is a big reason why. But I struggle so much like getting something done. So like, for example, remember when I used to wake up and go for a walk every morning? Mm -hmm. That's the hardest thing for me to do. Really? It is the most challenging thing for me to do because I wake up and I can't, like it's, it's physically, I cannot restrain from starting working. And so like I'm working in bed, laying there for an hour and a half Wasting an hour and a half yeah. just cranking, mm-hmm. and you get lost. Like, I, I get lost in like these cycles, mm-hmm. like where I can't stop hitting Instagram when I pull off WhatsApp, yep, or I pull off email and I can't stop hitting it's it. It's a habit, yeah. yeah, and and like it can't. And you know what's wild, dude? Like, I remember, like, a few years back, I would, like, hear about things about ADHD and ADD. And I'm like, man, y'all are nuts. Yeah. And then, like, fuck, I'm living it. And it's like, oh, sh- like, dude, it's so hard to control. No, it's I definitely so feel hard. that that uh,
1: sense of anxiety when I wake yeah. up. Like, it doesn't matter what time I wake up. No. It could be 6.30 a.m. It could yeah. be 4.30. Yeah. I feel behind. You got to go. I feel behind. Yeah, yeah. Like there's stuff that I have to do because... Mm-hmm there's a training time exactly and then there's a window yeah that i have to hit this that you know i feel most yeah. optimal to train yeah and i need to hit that window yep and so i need to have my work done before that window opens yep. and that stresses me out it doesn't and, matter and then when
0: you don't get the work done you know you're still coming have home. to hit that window you're coming home yep.
1: from work on yep. your way home your drive is a lot shorter than mine Mine's yeah, like yeah. 22 minutes yeah yours is 22 minutes of just like I have got to get I've, home as fast yep. as possible Yeah, to finish the yeah. rest of my responsibilities. But, you
0: know, one thing I've got to give myself credit on, I've come around more to realizing, like, dude, my clients aren't sitting there waiting on me. Yeah. Mm. They sent me a message two hours ago. They're fine if it goes, honestly, they're fine if it goes 10 hours. Yeah. just get back when you can't see there's definitely
1: messages that obviously require more attention more urgent than others Um, you know those respond you get those right away you you see them and you're like oh shit oh shit I need to get this done right now 100% yeah
0: but like they're not like I always had this fear of like they're sitting there waiting on me like, they're sitting there like, why has it just got back to me? It's been 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. like, dude, I am not I, You're creating that, that own scenario in your head. Yeah, it's yeah. not real, and I don't operate that way anymore. Man, that's a horrible way to operate. It's a tough, tough way to operate. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten
1: athletes that have come to me um, and said, you know, their coaches haven't responded to them in a couple of weeks. I know, and dude. And that's just to yeah. me, dude. I'm like, that... Mind-blowing. How are they even... I know. How are people hiring you? What them? are you even supposed to do? Yeah. What do you do for two weeks yeah. waiting for a response? You're like,
0: you're... Like, you're, you're just waiting to be told, like, what the fuck to do. Like, how do you know you're progressing? That's not a coach. <laughs> no, no, that's not a coach I, Yeah, at all.
1: I just recently got uh, an athlete, and she was, like, seven weeks out from a show. And she sent me her pictures and stuff like that and said she hadn't heard from her coach in four days. And sent me her wow. pictures and stuff, and I'm like, hey, I don't know what the communication's like right here, but it's yeah. it's, it's it's blurred. It's not good. You're yeah. not seven weeks out. yeah. Oh yeah. You told me about this. Yeah. Year. I was like, yeah, yeah. we're not seven weeks out. Yeah. Like uh, you want to compete this year. That's great. I think you have potential. Yeah. But we're not seven weeks out. Yeah. We can't get it done. That's the communication right? I'm giving you right now. Yeah. Up front. I'm not going to sugarcoat it.
0: Commonly. That's pretty, um, that's pretty well recepted. Like there's times that people don't take it well and they push through without, you know, you and somebody else. And, yeah. Cause someone will put them on stage, mm-hmm. but the end product is usually pretty poor. Yeah. Um, you know, but I I feel like you know if you reach out to a professional and like a professional, a professional isn't just someone who does this and it get, gets paid. A professional is someone who does it at a high level, mm-hmm. and a professional is someone who holds themselves to a standard, holds their clients to a standard, and the standard is very clear. And you know has the um, has the wherewithal within themselves like back it up. Like that's what I view a professional as. Yep. You hire a professional in this, like, hey, you don't want to listen to them. That's fine, mm-hmm. but there's a reason that people come to them. There's yeah. a reason she emailed you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she took it well, obviously. Yeah, and, yeah. and you And know, there's times I get emails back that's like, well, I'm doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it never ends well. No. It never, ever turns out well.
1: You hate to see that, too, because you like do, there, there's man. a lot of people that do have potential to be yeah. really good. And if they go on stage and they do poor because yeah. they, they just weren't ready or, yeah. you know, the coaching that they had for the first nine weeks of their prep yeah. was – very poor. Yeah. And you brought it together as they brought it together as best they could. Best just because they, they wanted yeah. to get on stage and now they don't yeah. want to do it ever again because exactly. they got fucking sixteenth place yep. out of fucking twelve. Yeah. You know literally. What I mean? like they don't want to yeah. they literally don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And now they're discouraged. And now they're like this sport fucking sucks. Blah blah. And that those are who go
0: on badmouth mouth sport. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I agree with that. Well, um, let's chat about our topic of the day. It's lean enough to grow. So, um, this is inspired by kind of something I've been going through with my athletes and things I've been doing recently. Um, recently, being like the last, you know, 12 months really, I suppose, is I'm keeping everyone a lot leaner than I guess I used to. And what made me kind of shift here is the overall biofeedback markers, when you're lean, but not too lean, like when you're, uh, for a guy like in that 10, 12% range, for a girl maybe in that um, like 16 18 percent range when you're in those ranges everything was just so much better yep and it started with their mind i wasn't getting messages from people like fuck i hate looking in the mirror
1: i feel fat i feel Um,
0: fat things like that and that's a process to get there too right so it's like if you reach out to a coach and like they we can't always just put you if you're 21 percent body fat and you feel skinny fat on stuff we can't just put you into a cut like if there's nothing to cut we kind of have to get into a slow recomp phase where things are gonna happen real slow. But trust us, if you you give us six months in this recomp phase, you're gonna be a different monster. And mm-hmm. now we can get
1: mm-hmm. lose
0: fat. Man, you know what's wild? Like I, I posted that caption last night about like focus over over timelines. Right. And you know, Pete, you tell people six months, I'm like, oh fuck, that's so long. Dude, six, what's six months six years? That is nothing, dude. Yeah, six months could set you up for the rest of, really, your entire fitness endeavor. Yeah, the six um, months
1: you commit to right now is not like the 25 years and six months yeah. that you did not commit yeah. to taking care of your body. The time's going to pass you owe, anyways. You owe yourself this six months. Exactly. At, at least yeah. this six months. Yeah. And, like,
0: if you feel like you're coming out a place where your body fat's too high, whether competitor or non-competitor, well, there's things you did to get there. So mm-hmm. we need to undo these things. Exactly. Exactly. And undoing them as fast as possible in one complete overhaul demolition mission is commonly not the best approach. It does depend on the athlete. If I get someone who's come to me and they're fucking nine shows deep, they're an IBB pro, they got you know all the stuff, dude. You know what? We demolition's already happened, so their yeah. body's used to exactly. demolition. So mm-hmm. like, you know, less less deconstruction. It's not going to get any worse. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You have the the right exactly. tissue. Exactly. Exactly. You're where you need to be. 100. percent We just need to get you healthy, mm-hmm. right? But that was another component was. The mental was a big one first. If you feel better, you perform better. We have how much psychology research has yeah. been published on this. You're right? worried about
1: how fat you look. You're not gonna exactly. be taking your sessions seriously because you're gonna worry about you don't look good during your yeah. sessions. And exactly, now you're not growing and now you're not taking, yeah. you know, what you should be taking serious. Yeah. You're always worried about what's in the mirror and what actually needs to be accomplished.
0: And and, and with that being said too, there's also a time and a place. There's a time and a place for excess body fat. So you come to me and you've been in this monster deficit for a year, like a monster deficit Mm -hmm. and you're not super healthy. And you know, you had to do unhealthy things to get into even moderate shape. Then uh, we're probably going to have to get a little fat here. Yeah. Um, There's
1: some health things going on. Yeah, here. because
0: yeah. your body needs to refine mm-hmm. this homeostasis. Yeah. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, 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 you're probably going to be pretty fucked up. I mean, I had a bikini pro who started. She didn't start 2021 with me. She ended 2021 with me. Um, and may I add, we had her by far best showing to date. But she started 2021 under 1,000 calories. She ended 2021. Under a 1,000 calories. That was with me. The issue was, it was uh, my girl who did Battle of Texas. Mm-hmm. You know oh, yeah. So, um, my ish the, the difference was at the beginning, it was our, it was close to two hours cardio. At the end, it was only 20 minutes of cardio. So, oh, like, the output this. was vastly different, that's right? But we had to get in shape. Mm-hmm. We had to get in shape for this show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got someone with no wheels and no tires, And I had to like make it go a mile, and that was rather difficult. Um, but you know, we we accomplished it and we got got it done. But you know, what's been so interesting is you know, I had the conversation with her about hey, we need to take this approach. I need you to understand you're probably gonna see like 140 on the scale for the first time ever. All right, so like you just need to be cool. I mean, it's a fucking bikini pro, they don't fucking get to 140. No, so um. You know, I I you to be cool with this. Where her mindset was so good, she was like, "I just don't want to lose anymore." It's like whatever you say, like I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know, in that time period, I earned her trust. She felt healthy. She felt good. She felt crazy. Yeah, that you know, being her, her,
1: her like tenth show though, she's yeah. like, "I'm I need to try something." Exactly. Else. Like, yeah, I need to there do something, be something different.
0: else. Well, this yeah. girl's done like almost thirty shows. <laughs> oh shit. yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, but now we're like X amount of time passed in, and she's like 133. She's only 133. I thought for sure she'd be one forty. by now. She's thriving. She's like, she feels good. Fucking good. She mm-hmm. looks fucking good. Right. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, so it's like your mentality that you, you work with, um, the protocols here as well too. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So there is a time and a place to get fat. There's a time and a place to, you know, drop fat, but, the common denominator between all these is is playing that long game. Don't worry about the timeline. What's your focus on? Your focus on is improving within the sport of bodybuilding. So you hire someone who you know can help you get better at the sport of bodybuilding, and you just ride it out with them. That's mm-hmm. what you do, right? So the second thing that I was seeing outside of the mental component was just the overall internal health component. Yeah. Um, you know, you get a little too fat, and you're hovering in the low 90s for blood glucose. It's not a bad place to be. But if we stay tight, we're hovering in the 80s. -hmm. Well, what does this mean? This means we have a greater insulogenic response to the food that we're taking in. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal. Absolutely. It also means there's less stress on the body systemically Mm -hmm. because whenever we can make the body do less, it obviously is less stress, Mm -hmm. right? So if it doesn't have to regulate blood glucose as much as it does in the low 90s because we're in the low 80s, We have a healthier physique from that. You can focus on doing other things. (laughs) Exactly. But, you know, I'm monitoring blood pressure, and the blood pressure is better. When I see someone get too fat, we're, you know, we're over 130, over 75. I don't want you to be over, you know, 130, over 75. Mm -hmm. I want you to be low 120s and 60s, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, these markers got better. Um I started seeing so I, I, I have my athletes like take their measurements and stuff now, right? Mm-hmm. So I start seeing like man this waist measurement isn't changing, but all the other measurements are changing faster than they ever have before. Like, that's wild. Mm-hmm. The waist isn't changing, everything else is changing. Okay, so like that's interesting. Your resting heart rate staying in the fifties or or low sixties, and that's even for my two hundred and seventy pound, two hundred eighty pound bodybuilder. It's
1: mm-hmm. so like
0: we're staying tighter, and the body's literally telling me, "Hey, thanks, you know, yeah. I, I appreciate
1: this." Absolutely, the
0: bloods are coming back better, they're growing better, their pumps and the energy, you know. Yep. In, in my check in, I have the pump it rate your daily pumps, rate your daily energy, like those are coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, mental higher. capacity
1: that you're talking about, that like what yep. that does for you is like. You know, when you're not focused on how shitty you look yep. and, you, and you're you like, wow, I actually look fucking pretty yep. tight. You know, I'm pretty fucking yoked right now. I feel great. Mm-hmm. The blood's flowing. You know, you got a nice pump going in the gym. You're yep. probably going to perform a lot better exactly. than when you look at yourself and you say, holy fuck, like, I don't really have a pump right now. I kind of look fat. Mm-hmm. I got no vascularity going yeah. on. Like, yeah. I feel everything's like restricted. Yeah.
0: So that was point number three is the performance overall is better. The training performance is better. Um and it's likely due to that mental component. I mean, the training reform is going to be better just because, you know, you're carrying less fat. Yep. You know, my track coach used to say, fat don't fly. Mm-hmm. And that correlates to bodybuilding as well. But there's, again, you know, there's fine, a happy dude. medium. Wow, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, fat don't fly. I it's like got to be propelled. Yeah. Uh, so so why, if, if your fat needs propelled, mm-hmm. it's pulling energy from things that do fly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your muscle, which flies, has to now give up to bring along this fat mm-hmm. with it. Well, I like that analogy What a lot. What positive is, is... That gives us no positives. Mm-hmm. That gives us only negatives. But again, I want you guys to remember without, throughout this conversation, there's a time and there's a place. So just because you're pulling body fat down, that doesn't just mean you can't grow or get stronger. So there's like this mental component in mm-hmm. younger athletes or less seasoned athletes that's like, all right, time to cut. Yeah. And it's like all of a sudden like now... Because they're where they're at mentally, they don't grow because they're not pushing as hard in the gym. Because they're focused more on let Losing me see weight. striations and let me see vascularity. They just and, care about
1: the weight dropping. Exactly, focus on the, the scales dropping. I'm doing yeah. my job. That's what I
0: should be doing. Yeah, and that that's how they feel, but. You know, it's, and especially if PEDs are part of the equation, like the scale's not always going to drop. Even mm-hmm. in a contest prep five weeks out, scale's not always going to drop. I think
1: I think in a in a fat loss phase, you know, building tissue is, you know a lot easier to do because again, you know, that mental component that we were just talking about, you start dropping that body fat. You start seeing lines and and, you know, definition that you never had and you push all of a sudden you're more motivated than ever. Yep. Like I'm, I'm big proponent of like seeing that results is what's going to make you more motivated than, you know, seeing fucking the scale drop. Yeah. Like physically, physically seeing yourself, Look better, your yep. face start to look slimmer, yep. you know, and then getting a couple Cheek compliments, come a bit. Yep, compliments yep. here and there from other people, and you're yep. like, holy fuck, like I'm doing this,
0: like thing. it feels good, and
1: now all of a sudden you're pushing, you know, one thirty dumbbells when yep. you, you know you were doing one hundred exactly in bulk phase or whatever it yep. was, and now you're stronger than ever, yeah. So I think that correlation is just way tighter. Than, I
0: think that you should be able to grow muscle until you're like around a six seven week outlook.
1: Oh yeah! If you
0: if you stay tight in your all season, you should be able to build muscle until that six seven week outlook, uh, assuming. You know, if we're using PEDs, if we're natural, probably like the, the 11, 12 week outlook, we won't build much more muscle, but you should be able to build muscle up. It's like, dude, that's deep in a prep. Oh yeah. Six, seven weeks. Your performance should still be increasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look back at my log books from my last prep, I increased until four weeks out. My mm-hmm. log books were increasing until four weeks out. Yeah. If you, and then there was a significant drop and there's going to be oh at course. some point. Of course. Don't. At that point, you don't fight the logbook anymore. Mm-hmm. At that point, you fight what's the maximum simulation I you can fight get. to maintain. Yeah, your your mindset is what can I do within this set to make sure this muscle doesn't leave? Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean you're depleted. You and when sure? you're depleted, you lose leverage into the load. Mm-hmm. And that's also a big part of the the why you want to stay, you know, tighter, because sure. You know, we can go up to, you know, 20 pounds over fucking weight where we need to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get all this leverage into the bar and stuff. That's not going to build more muscle. It's, it's, if you're seasoned whatsoever, there's a time and a place where that's going to build more muscle. And it's yeah. like your first ever real building phase. That's when we can kind of put on that fat and mm-hmm. get a little fat. And it's good, that that leverage is going to put on muscle, but after that, you're not going to put on much. You're not going to put on muscle from that because that's leverage into the bar. If you're 290 pounds rather than 260 pounds, you have more leverage and more power to put into the bar because you're putting your body weight into yep. the bar. 100. And strength is relative to your body weight. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as you start a diet and a little bit of cardio, you're going to drop down to 260, and you're not going to be as strong. No way, because you were training through a certain neural The pattern range of that motion is yeah. much longer. Exactly, than you have less body mass to cover exactly. for. Yeah, that's a great point. Something yeah. I'm going to touch on here in a little bit. So, what do I designate as too fat? Number one, low pumps. Like if you're in the gym not getting a pump, you're too fat. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I mean, in the gym your blood pressure raises and nutrients are being delivered at a very high clip, and you're you should be hydrating with water. You should have the sodium stable across all your meals, dude. That blood pressure rises. You should have a fucking pump. If you don't have one, we're too fat. Mm-hmm. Messy sweat. So I've never heard anyone reference this before. I've never. No messy this means. sweat is like when you get up and there's like like oil it looks like there's oil in your sweat it's just nasty and it's like you know how like sweat you just like brush off and it's gone mm-hmm. it sweats like water right. it has like an oily substance to it you're too fucking fat wow if you have like this oily sweat going on yeah I would be terrified if I saw that yeah the only time I've ever seen is when people are too fat <laughs> that makes sense. including myself right and it, it leaves like a white crest it's 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 a nasty sweat so messy sweating you're probably too too fat to the point that you just made before I started talking about this, the restricted range of motion, if you can't get full knee flexion without your belly being in the way, you're too fucking fat. If you're if you have a belt, what notch are you on at the end of prep with that belt? We should try to stay within three notches of that in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I don't see a reason to be more than three notches outside of 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 that. And that's a great gauge for you to keep too. If all oh shit like I can't get three notches anymore, dude, adjust. Yeah, and there's no such thing as an off season belt. No, you know? no, I've no. heard people talk about. No, that you have one motherfucking belt. Yeah, no, there's, there's no off season belt. Yeah,
1: that's the same t shirts. It's the same, it's the same yeah. fucking shit. Dude. Exactly. It's the, if, wear the same shit every day. If
0: if your energy just randomly drops during your training session, like, man, I was feeling so good, and all of a sudden it's just gone, and this is consistent, right? This isn't just one day. These things are happening consistently time over time. If you just can't get a pump or you have an energy drop one time or like two times, but you haven't taken a deload, you're not recovering properly, you know, X, Y, Z, like, this is assuming all variables are in line. If you just have energy drops during your training session, you're too fat, if you're uncomfortable, just uncomfortable doing things. Like, I mean, there was a time when I was 300 pounds uh, before the Ohio prep where, like, I couldn't even put my fucking shoes on. Terrible. Um, yeah, it's so bad. But also, it's like sleeping positions. If you're too big to get comfortable in any sleeping positions, and no, I say it's tongue-in-cheek. It's like, I'm 272 right now, and I'm not that crazy comfortable in any position. But, like, I'm talking, like like, I still fall asleep well. I'm talking a lot like, better than you did at three hundred. Yeah, a lot. I'm mm-hmm. talking at three hundred, I I mean I couldn't fuck in a comfortable mm-hmm. position. And there
1: there was like only one position that yep. you could knock out in. Yep. yep That's the the only one. I was yeah. two, when I was two thirty two. That's yeah. the highest I ever yeah. was. Dude, I could not have a, I could have yeah, seen a pump. You, you had to tie my fucking shoes. Yeah. I, yeah. walking down the stairs was, or the the street was just fucking, fucking the hardest hard, thing yeah. I've ever done. Going yeah. to a grocery store? No way. You just feel like shit about no yourself, way, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, so you
0: you had your fat off season and you know that was a time and a place. Mm-hmm. Like that was your first off season, That like, was my first yeah.
1: true ever like off yeah. season like Bulk. And like now I was pushing. What do you weigh now? For, I'm um, 216, 217. So you're yeah. like
0: 15 pounds out from where you were now. And yeah, last time you were 217, you definitely did not no, look like not this. at all. So you were still fat last time you were 217. <laughs> uh, yeah. when,
1: and then when I was 230, man, like I, like I said, that whole uh, mental approach was just really yep. hard yep. every fucking day. Yep. Like, I, you know, I was still hitting 430 grams of protein. Yep. Like when you're that big and yep. you're still forcing yourself to get bigger like that's a hard pill to swallow it's a
0: hard pill to swallow that's like
1: you're looking at yourself and you're not happy with how you look yeah and the whole point of bodybuilding is to look good and you're still making yourself essentially quote-unquote look worse by eating continuing to do this that's a hard thing to do yeah Yeah, it is but by staying lean in the off season staying leaner in the off season you never have to reach that Never again. And and the amount of work that you have to do in a prep to get leaner will always be less every single prep that you do the leaner and tighter you stay. Yeah. Every single time. Wow.
0: It's funny you say you were hitting the 430 proteins. Um, Like, obviously, I'm Brandon's coach. So it's funny because I don't coach that way anymore. Yeah. I don't push protein like that. And like in heavy off seasons, I Mm -hmm. don't push protein like that anymore. Mm -hmm. I pull protein down. Yeah. Because you're able to just because you have more body fat, so you have more stores filled, you're able to get more muscle protein synthesized out of less. So that's so funny because that's only been a little over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a little over here. here. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Like now, I'd probably have like three hundred. That's around where city. I am. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm eating like two
0: eighty, and that's a big difference. That's yeah. so much easier. Oh, dude, that's and, so much and, easier. And
1: I feel like you know, like what we talked about. I just feel better throughout yeah. the day, so I'm able to just do more. My body's not constantly just breaking down protein every second yeah. of the day. Yeah. So it's able to actually like give more to whatever I'm doing. Yep. And my fucking fog in my head isn't there, and I'm able yep. to focus on what oh, I'm yeah, doing. Oh yeah, the brain about. fog sucks, dude. That's
0: fat. It's so. That's, it's that's another. Bad. Yeah, you that's what one to add. Sentence. another one to add to this too fat if you have brain fog, uh brain fog if you have extremely low hunger yep like
1: you waking up and you're still full from last you're night still
0: full yep. yeah probably too but fat. you know
1: meal one's coming yeah and it's like, coming you gotta hit it mm-hmm.
0: uh libido irregularities that's a big one insulin issues obviously if managing estrogen is very difficult you're probably too fat so understand this muscle protein synthesizing signaling mm-hmm. is going to be affected by being too fat And this is alongside nutrient partitioning, is gonna be less than ideal because we're gonna slant your ability to grow, right? Why is that? Brandon just kind of touched on it. If you're too fat, but you're applying stimulus to grow, and you're eating protein to grow, but you are still too fat, why would your body want to grow and push the pendulum even further than it is? You're too fat, you're too heavy. Why would I build more fucking muscle right now to make myself even more uncomfortable and further away from thriving as a human being? It doesn't really make any sense, right? And another note on top of this, at this point, your digestion just sucks. Like, I've been too fat brain has been too fat digestion is not good nope like all your poops are a little loose that kind of fucking sucks right constantly burping you're burping you like bloated yeah. always wake up always, bloated. Always. Dude, yeah it, like it feels terrible right and you're only as good as what you can digest and that's why i just told brandon like man that's funny that like a year and a half ago like i was pushing my guys protein that high in the off season whereas now it's like i pull that down i just let the body fucking work and let it respond Cause protein is obviously rather taxing on the digestive system to break down. Mm-hmm. That's why it has the greatest thermic effect of food because it's like the most difficult to break down. Um, everyone has a different threshold of where that's at, and you listening to this probably need to have more protein intake. But pay attention to the digestive issues. Pay attention to the body fat percentage. If you're around that ten percent body fat, and you know you're in the off season. You can get away with less protein, especially if PEDs are optimized. Yeah, your body's always, is. your body's always
1: trying to tell you something. Yeah, it's always responding is. to something, whether it's good or bad. So yeah. those aren't just like oh, like I'm bloated. Like no, it's no. telling you something. Yeah, these like, things. Pay yeah.
0: attention to the signals.
1: The, these signs. Exactly, these signals are are important for you yep. to understand. Yeah, yep. those into consideration and be serious about them.
0: Exactly, and, and and especially when it comes to the digestion, because you have to think about what we're doing in the sport. There's periods of overfeeding, periods of under eating. There's periods of no body fat, periods of enough body fat. Dude, our digestion is not made for this. You got to think about this shit. Like a hundred years ago, there was like a meal a day. 50 years ago, there was like two meals a day. 30 years ago, there was like three
1: meals. And whatever they considered a meal. Yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah, whatever
0: the fuck that was, it wasn't what we consider a meal. Right. Now, you know, we have so many things coming from so many different angles. Like, you know, like, SIBO didn't exist 30 years ago. Uh, um, gluten allergies didn't exist 30 years ago. Diabetes. Yeah, literally <laughs> diabetes didn't yeah. exist until pretty recently. Um, you know, vegan diets didn't exist until recently. Carnivore diets didn't exist so recently. Keto diets didn't exist so recently. All of these things like being allergic to la- lactose intolerance didn't didn't like these things weren't real back then. They, were like, so
1: they, they, they were so yeah, rare that, they were so rare
0: that they couldn't even if you had something like that no one would even fucking know and it was like oh shit like no one else has this there's mm-hmm. no answer every specialist in the world doesn't know they're becoming so common like like even uh things like GERD and or, or colitis and, like these like they're becoming so common because man we're crushing mm-hmm. we're crushing our yep. our digestive system right yep So, pay respect to that. And, you know, I say that tongue-in-cheek because you're a bodybuilder, there's still a time and a place. Like, you have a goal of bodybuilding, you need to fucking push, you need to go. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, man, most people, like... 90% 90% of people just don't need to feel bloated like at any point like again I really think that's only for people who need to fucking pack on mass yeah like the feeling of the bloat and the gaseous and the burping there's a short term there that you need to deal with it. And then when you can't deal with it anymore, you need to make sure you communicate mm-hmm. that, you know, when my guys check in, uh, I had one of my guys check in the other day since we started, he's put on a lot of tissue and you know, he was saying, I mean, you know, the food's just not getting easier. And I was like, what if we cut, cut out a meal, he said, I don't need that yet. I said, what if we make some liquid calories? He said, I think I should be good. It's like having that communication. Right. Because like when he can't handle it, he'll let me know. Mm-hmm. And there's a time where you just can't handle it anymore. Yeah, and at that like, point, you need to adapt.
1: Yeah, that's like the the first thing you got to take into consideration. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, this food's hard. Okay, but again, like you said, now how's my performance in the gym? Exactly. Is that, is that yeah. taking a toll?
0: And okay, if that, that's not that's if a that good is, point too. Because 100%. if the food sucks, but your performance is bonkers, you're sweating in a gym's normal. Your pumps are nuts. Everything crushed, dude. You kind of your body's kind of telling you you need to suck it up. I think you're in a good place. Yeah, you're you're, you're in a good place. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good point to tie it all together. We need to have a lot of signs and symptoms here 100%. before, like we pull things back, because there is a mental component. Um, that you know people who are former athletes, like you and I are former athletes, so we attack everything with this mindset of how do I win? There were a lot of people who didn't have that luxury who are like, I just don't know what it's like being uncomfortable. Right. And being uncomfortable is different from pulling away from your internal health oh, and, and what better bodybuilding is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's a really fucking good point to make. Yeah. So there's a time and a place to, f- to force feed to most people force feeding they still finish a meal and it was just hard what i consider force feeding is like you're looking at the meal and it's like that the next the next bite i'm not going to hypothetically barf i'm going to barf
1: or if you're looking at the meal you haven't even started and you're just like <sighs> yeah, how nice. am i going to get this down and right yeah. next to it is four scoops of protein yep, in, a, yep, in a shaker. Yeah. Yep. And you're just like, Thomas said that the other day, nine 30 PM. <laughs> yeah. And I have to get this down. Thomas
0: said that the other day and I was like, shit, I'll change your meals up. I'll change. Your but meals how's his down. performance? It and yeah. it's amazing. His performance is, is he's amazing. good. But now his recoveries, you know, uh, uh, slow, Lagging a little bit, but I can't lie, I've been crushing them in the gym. Really? Thomas says AJ we That's more been, of an
1: output thing. That has oh, nothing to do with the food. Bro, we have been yeah. crushing
0: it. That, yeah, that's every completely day, every different. day we talk about Brett Navana. Oh, Brett and Ivana, they're they're the heart, they're the hardest training duo in bodybuilding. And we're like, we're gonna make sure that we're second. Yeah. We're we're gonna do whatever it takes for us to be second. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think all of our progression recently doesn't lie. I think it you know, it's 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 training in that direction. But, um, your recovery, your performance, it's going to be way better if you grow leaner due to the cardio resilience, the blood pressure resilience, no breathing restrictions. So like what that means, like in between, in, during your rest periods, you're not going to have to like be there for 20 fucking minutes still just like hogging for air. Like you're going to be able to like get back up on your feet in a timely manner. And you know, timely manner to me, like, I don't think we ever rest less than like four or five minutes. Our rest, I would say is between four and 10 minutes per exercise we're going over 10 minutes. That's too much.
1: Yeah. more we're waiting for, you know, your partner to get done. You know, yeah. That, that too. To yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, we, we have our cycle and stuff like that too, but, um, you know, your, your overall feeling of confidence, it's, it's a really, really, uh, bigger, big driver here. But the final point one makes just, you get a better gauge of progression, uh, uh, that you've actually made, you know, like I said earlier, when you start dieting, you just drop thirty fucking pounds. Like it's not good. No. That means you were in a bad place. Like that means you were set up um, to, you weren't set up for success. You weren't set up for better bodybuilding. You weren't. You were set up for a real miserable prep. Um, so like we don't we don't want to get to that point. We want to be locked in. We want to like as soon as we start that prep or that cut phase. We want to see the little changes. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, the first four weeks of prep, you don't see much. You should.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't see yep. much because you did your off-season wrong. Right, exactly. First four weeks of prep, we see a lot. Yeah. And the first four weeks of prep is also gauged of how hard am I going to have to push this athlete. Yep. So the first four weeks of prep for me on the coach's end is a massive deal. Because if, if I got an athlete starting in a good place... And like they're not responding super great to, you know, all right, here's four times twenty-five. All right, here's four times thirty. All right, let me pull the food down two hundred k cow. And they're still not all right, responding. Let me pull another one hundred and fifty k cow. We're four weeks in. All right, we reinforcements. Mm-hmm. Like we're starting to clean now. Mm-hmm. Your cardio, six times 35. Your food, here's another 200 cal out. Like, yeah. I
1: mean, you got to get in shape. I mean, so there was something that this didn't click, though, in the off-season. It's But
0: sometimes sometimes the body just does that. Like, if you haven't dieted for a while, mm-hmm. like Amber Remick right now, you know, she's five weeks out, pushing fucking hard. Well, I mean, you know, she went over a year without dieting. No dieting at all. We uh, never had yeah. a fat loss phase. Got you. So, like, her body kind of got comfortable and, like, wanted to chill there. But, you know, now, I mean, we're, uh, what? We're about 14 pounds down. Mm-hmm. I would say we maybe have like six to go, six or seven to go. Um, so like we're in a good place now, but I mean, she's fucking driving. Mm-hmm. She is driving for yeah. that shit.
1: So if you just e- stick to it, stick to your food, yeah. stick to your, you know, counting your food and making sure you're hitting your shit. Reverse the biggest thing uh, coming out of a prep, you know, your next prep in the next, you know, whether that's eight months or 16 months should be a lot easier. If,
0: if the prep you're doing right now is brutal, let me tell you how to make the next one easy: kill your reverse, uh-huh. and every single prep you can make easier by killing your reverse. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's the secret to bodybuilding: kill your reverse, and you're going to make more progression and have an easier prep um, than you know you had last time. Mm-hmm. So, well, dude, it's good to fucking have you back. I yeah, appreciate it. Fuck you yeah, know, I'm excited welcome, for the next one. Little welcome back, feels little, good. Little welcome back in McAllen, eighteen. No, we can't. yeah. Cheers while I finish this yeah, fucking class. Are you finishing? You're not finishing. I'm way ahead of you. Yeah, you are. It's okay.
1: I was leaving some room for the later.
0: (laughs) I'm a much more seasoned (laughs) Scotch connoisseur than than, uh, the guys are. But episode 205, we'll see you next time.